0: Hey everybody, it's a, that time of month again, it's a new moon in Sagittarius actually, it's tomorrow at around seven in the morning. Um, so if you're listening to this, um, you can you know either do this tonight or you can do it tomorrow, anytime is great. Um, a ritual um, involving fire that you know will help to just clear out and purify um, anything that you don't want to take with you into this next phase this next month which is actually the last month of the year oh my gosh I just cannot believe 2016 it has been so crazy wild this year of the shapeshifters man Um, So, but before, you know, I go on, you know, talking about, um, you know, this new moon in Sagittarius or even the ritual um, that, you know, you can do to, you know, help focus and manifest and bring in, cultivate any sort of, um, you know, dreams and visions that you have. Let's just take one moment right now. Everybody just take in a deep breath. and a long slow exhale and i'd like to do a mantra to invoke the planet and the god jupiter who is the ruler of sagittarius Oh Yeah, so Sagittarius. Sagittarius is it's a fire sign. And not only is it a fire sign, it's what's called a mutable fire sign. Mutable meaning changeable, adaptable. When we think of a fire, you know, that quality of the fire that flicks and, and dances, that is what we are. That is Sagittarius, that ability to dance because it rules our sacral chakra, you know. And it's the spirit of fire. Sagittarius is that ability to move with the instincts, with the, the you know, with our hips. That part of us that never lies. You know, when you're feeling that uh, rhythm and the music of life, and you are tapped into the faith that you have in the cosmos. That is the essence of Sagittarius. The the centaur. The half man half horse that you know wants adventure and is a little wild and reckless and adventurous and um, it's that spirit is that is what pulls us out of the last month that we had which was the realm of Scorpio and Scorpio is you know so intense and brooding and it's that psychological churn you know where we're dancing with our shadows and all of the fears and um, it's that intense, cathartic process. And Sagittarius, you know, comes along and it says, but what was the meaning to all of that? You know, and, and what is beyond that? And, um, you know, as we move towards, you know, more fully into winter, it's that time where we really need to tap into the pilot light of our souls in that part of ourselves where the fire never goes out. You know, and Sagittarius is a visionary sign. So, this next month, and you know, for when you set your intentions, um, give yourself, cultivate, and set aside some time to either do a vision board or do a meditation where you allow yourself to go on a vision quest, maybe even, and start seeing. What, the lay of the land, you know, what do you see for yourself? How, what would you like to create for yourself moving forward? Um, because Sagittarius is a fire sign, um, using fire, you know, whether it's a candle or maybe it's burning, you know, writing down some things that you'd like to let go of that um, you found are no longer, necessary to take with you you know to this next phase, maybe some emotions, some self-defeating patterns, um, any sort of victim consciousness, any sort of self-righteous consciousness, um, any places within you that you are holding on to rigidness um, or belief systems um, that you know are preventing real growth and learning can write those down on a piece of paper and, you know, burn them. And then that can set the stage, you know, for the other ritual in which you just start to allow your third eye to see what it needs to see and, you know, allow that ego to maybe take a back seat for a little bit so that you can really have a bird's-eye view, some fresh inspiration without anything blocking your vision. So I want to, um, December is, the astro is just so colorful. Um, And I want to share some key dates with you that I feel are important because yeah, just just there's just so much saturation, especially around Christmas time, and I want to help you just help you plan out and get a good feel for the lay of the land that you'll be exploring for the month of December. So first things first, Mercury. Mercury is the um, the planet that represents you know how we think, how we communicate, our mind. Um, you know, both consciously and subconsciously. And Mercury, you know, is going to be retrograde in the month of December. Retrograde meaning that it is a period of the planet's um, movement through the heavens where it takes more of an internal type of, um, more like, I guess, inactivity as opposed to activity. So if we, if the thinking aspect of ourselves you know is speaking and doing things you know outside of ourselves talking and connecting with people then December you know is an opportunity for to allow our minds to take a little bit of a mental savasana not be so outwardly focused Um, and it's a great time to do all of the res the you know, revising, rethinking, renewing. And because it's going to be in the sign of Capricorn, Mercury is going to be retrograded in the sign of Capricorn. It's about restructuring because Capricorn's, you know, about our foundations, right? It's about, it's an earth sign and it's about what we build upon. So, you know, if you know where Capricorn is in your chart, look to that house as to where Mercury is going to be doing some restructuring, you know, um, it's not a good time to be, you know, signing any contracts or, um, you know, even like traveling, any, anything that has to do with technology or information because the planet is kind of slowed in, you know, its movement means that, you know, these, there's pieces of missing information. And um, until Mercury resumes his, you know, regular forward mo- uh, movement you know, it it's, things can, there might be pieces of information that are missing, you know, so it's always just good to double check, double check everything before signing anything. If you're going to be traveling, make sure you double and triple check all the times. And just know that, you know, when Mercury is in his retrograde phase, you know, it's, it's um an opportunity to, You know, allow the unexpected to happen, you know, being in the wrong place at the wrong time may not necessarily be a bad thing. It may, you know, connect you with somebody that you never, you know, it fills in the gaps, you know, of our consciousness. It allows us to process mentally through the past three months, you know, so that we can then move forward and have, you know, all of those missing Pieces of data um, before we start building, um, you know, for for our lives. Uh, for Mercury retrogrades, I always like to like you know like clean out my closets. Um, you know, I go through all of my books, kind of see which books I no longer need, which ones I'm not using. Um, go through all of my contacts. Um, you know, in my phone, on my computer, go through all of my files, see if there's anything I can clean out. Um, it's a great time to do a detox. Um, but, you know, especially mentally, you know, like start looking at, okay, you know, what sort of ingrained thought patterns do I have that I could start up updating, you know, um, upgrading. And so just know that December 1st is actually when Mercury enters his shadow zone and um that is you know and Pluto is going to be involved in this and so when mercury comes to pluto and they make an alignment towards each other it's strong feelings you know it's usually hidden feelings remember pluto is the god of the underworld so it's feelings it's the unconscious feelings that and feelings you might just have a real strong emotional charge that you didn't know about because they were buried underneath the earth um so just give your space give yourself space to kind of process through some of those things. Okay, so now December 7th, Venus moves into Aquarius. Venus, our love goddess. So um, yeah, Venus is going to be changing signs. You know, she has been in Capricorn, you know, so we've been kind of getting a little bit more serious, you know, thinking about our relationships, what we're spending, you know, our, our time and money but when Venus moves into Aquarius this is a great day to um, tune into where your heart is at what's going on with your creativity with your personal style with your love and relationships your family life and Venus in aqua is very social she's friendly she wants to be a part of the tribe so if this is something that's been on your heart um, set aside some time on this date December 7th perhaps plan a party or find one to attend Um, Venus in Aquarius is also passionate about a cause, you know, like a, a movement or some sort of, you know, um, inequality or justice issue that you would like to support or bring your creative attention to. Venus in Aqua is brilliant for this. Um, Venus in Aqua also helps us to detach. So if we're having stuff happen in our relationships that we're feeling like really stuck Or, you know, we can't move forward with. It's a great, you know, opportunity to bring in that quality of detachment and that coolness, that cool headed, just like, you know, just kind of taking a step back and just putting that kind of on the back burner to get a little bit more space and objectivity about what's going on in the relationship or what's going on with, you know, because Venus also rules our value system and our money. So if there's something going on in those areas, it's great for that sort of lucid objectivity. Um, and keep in mind, too, that Aquarian, when Venus is an Aquarius, it's a little rebellious. You know, she wants to connect with others by honoring, you know, what's different about and unique um, about each and every one of us, you know, and how those, those really kind of weird, wacko, weirdo ways about us is actually what brings us closer together you know it brings that connection back so you know, it's a great day to spend with friends December is great you know for socializing because of that whole you know Venus you know is going to be an Aquarius but at the same time remember Mercury is retro so just it's going to be you know our mind is going to want to you know not be as um, engaged But our hearts, you know, our love nature is, um, you know, wanting to connect, you know, with people. And sometimes I think that, you know, when we think about things maybe a little bit too logically, you know, and maybe judgmentally and we're focusing on what's, you know, well, this person's like that. They're not like me, you know, so I can't be friends with them. You know, kind of like, you know, we just kind of went through this whole, you know, the, um, the debates going on and the presidential elections and that brought a lot of tension and a lot of cutting and like, you know, and possibly fights and arguments because of the, d- the different belief systems and, you know, who we were in support of. And that, you know, instead of uniting people and connecting people, you know, brought, um, you know, more of a disconnect. So this is a great way to kind of process and bring and unify everybody back together. It's got a very three of cups from the tarot feel to it. So if you're familiar with the tarot, the three of cups is those three ladies in celebration. And they have each got like a chalice and they're like cheers, you know, in the center, you know, and it's it's party mode. It's like it's it's party mode. So that's Venus in aqua. And then December 9th is, this is really, really cool. This is the sun conjunct Saturn. So the sun is, you know, out of all of the, I mean, it's one of the luminaries, meaning it's one of the, you know, in in astrological terms, it's the planet. It's not a planet. It's the sun, right? It's the star that brings light and clarity and consciousness to whatever it's shining upon. And so um, it's joining with Saturn in Sagittarius. And so Saturn has been in Sagittarius for, you know, about a year now. And it spends about a year and a half, a little bit, you know, more or less in in a sign. And so this is like basically like a cosmic report card. You know, it's letting us know, okay, so since Saturn has been in Sagittarius... You know, it's asking, it's basically like, okay, well, how have you been doing with this? You know, Saturn in Sagittarius is, wants to, you know, it's focused on growth. It's focused on education. It, um, wants to make sure that you're, you know, making space for personal freedom, um, and your belief systems like bringing more you know clarity around around those like do you have belief systems or do you have delusions you know and what's the difference between the two you know are you doing something practical with your um with your visions for the future and so on December 9th it's going to be a day in which you're either going to you know it's like a It's not like a pass or fail, but it's basically like saying, okay, this is where you're at with that, you know, so either, you know, you're doing pretty good, you know, and, um, you know, here's your homework basically for the next year, or it can be kind of depressing and be like, you kind of have fallen short here, you know, here's your homework. So that's December 9th, and it's kind of cool because it's like a nice checkpoint, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's always good to know where you stand, and that's kind of what December 9th is about. Um, so I would definitely pay attention to that day, maybe take notes on, you know, just kind of what goes on, what happens, if anything significant happens, and that will help give you, you know, a nice structure, guideline, you know, for the rest of Saturn's journey in Sagittarius. Um You know, and of course, too, wherever you have Sagittarius in your chart, you know, your chart, it's that will give you more information as to what realm, you know, this all, um, you know, falls in your life. Uh, Let's see. What did this anything? um, Oh, one more thing. Yeah. So Saturn also, you know, Saturn wants results and he wants commitment and he wants something tangible. So keep that in mind, too, that, you know, if there hasn't been any sort of real tangible results that might be, you know, he wants to bring form in structure to the idealistic realm of Sagittarius. Um, So, yeah, so he'll basically give you your homework um, on that. Okay, so here's the big deal. That um, it's the massive Jupiter opposite Uranus and trying Saturn um, showdown. Okay, this happens basically um, from around December nineteenth until December twenty fifth. So right around Christmas time, right around you know that um, that week, um, this is all going to be going down, and this is happening at anywhere between like twenty degrees. So if you have any planets or angles of your chart at 20 degrees, know that this is what it's going, that is going to be, you know, highlighted. And this is a theme that actually began in 2010. So when Jupiter and Uranus were conjunct. So, you know, so... You guys are familiar with the new and the full moon, right? I mean, if you've been following this newsletter, you know, or you've been talking to me, you know, so that's the dance between the sun and the moon, you know, but so when two planets, you know, are doing a dance together, they're a part of a cycle, you know, um, and the beginning of a cycle is like a, what's called a new moon phase, you know where the two planets are actually like fused they're like right together right on top of each other they're touching they're like side by side you know in the cosmos and so a full moon is a full moon phase or like when the the moon and the sun are opposite you know from each other that's what creates that full moon right that and it's it's a an opposition it's a tension point it's a it's a flowering point it's like a it's a big spotlight you know, kind of, um, it's the most, um, it's a big release point of energy. So where we're at right now is, you know, this, what what I'm speaking about in December 19th to the 25th is the full moon phase of Jupiter and Uranus that began in 2010. And if you think about, you know, what was going on in 2010, it was like this whole um, like re- rebel culture was beginning, like the whole concept of being rebellious and rebel this and rebel that, you were really starting to see that, you know, as a trend pretty much everywhere. And in 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 key key frame key uh, keywords, I'm sorry, Jupiter is you know the planet that's all about growth and expansion, you know, um, and Uranus is the Great Awakener. You know, so it can bring shocks and upsets and um, surprises. But essentially what it's doing is it's helping to awaken you to something bigger, to something better, to something fresh and new. It breaks you out of, you know, um, some sort of old structure that is just no longer really functional you know for you so when you have Jupiter and Uranus together I mean this is basically like you're awakening your consciousness on growth hormone you know so and you know you want to think Uranus has been in Aries and Aries is the sign of the pioneer you know Aries is that that um that part of us that you know is not going to back down from a fight. You know, it's the warrior. It's the um the Aries is the I am. Um you know, Aries says I am. So it's waking collectively, you know, everybody up saying, "Okay, where are you needing to bring in more of that I am consciousness? That ability to, you know, go get what you want in life and you know attack and i mean maybe attack isn't the great word but when i'm thinking about the warrior consciousness it is it's like it's you're willing to fight for you know what you desire for what you want to experience in life so um so we're at that full moon phase and so right now it's basically it's like so how are you feeling about your own sense of wild rebellion where in your life have you become more awake? What changes have taken place when it comes to your individuality and growth? Do you feel fulfilled in these areas? So look to where Aries and Libra fall in your natal chart. Um, and these are, these are signs of relationships. So um, where do you fall within that spectrum? Are you partnered? How much freedom do you feel you have um, in your relationships? Or if you're solo has it really brought you the freedom that you so desire, you know? And if not, then this is, you know, a time where you're going to see that and it's going to bring the opportunities in order to radically, um, shift that. Um, some other questions are how independent are you? Are you still seeking peace or are you wanting to see more change? Um, And because this alignment, this Jupiter-Uranus-Saturn, you know, alignment, um, you know, Jupiter and Uranus are in opposition and it's trining Saturn. So expect there, you know, or it should be easy, it should be a nice way to facilitate some sort of agreement or some sort of contract that allows and ensures for structured freedom, growth, and learning to be a part of the new terrain moving forward. And I think that this is really awesome, you know, happening at the last month of the year, you know, um, moving forward into 2017 because this is going to be another, this is going to be a key theme of 2017 is this Jupiter-Uranus dance. It's going to happen again in February and it's going to happen again, I believe, in August. So just know that You know, what's happening around December 19th through the 25th of December is basically phase one. And it's like, okay, this is going to be a theme that's going to be happening in 2017. Do you want to get good at this? Do you want to really, you know, get awesome at continuing to, you know, have more authenticity and freedom in your partnerships, in your relationships? Okay, so and yeah, I would really look to and if you don't know where um, Aries and Libra fall in your chart, you can message me uh, because that will help you to get even more specific to know, okay, like, yeah, where in my life does this fall? Like, for me, I just give you an example, the Libra and Aries axis falls for me in the areas of my life of my home and my career. So that's where a lot of this structure and change and those of you that know me know I've been on this journey of, you know, of changing the way that things are at my home, you know, and how I work, where I work, how, you know, all of those different things so that I can have balance in between my home life and my family life and my career life. You know, I've been doing this dance and seeing what gives me the freedom that I need. But at the same time, that allows me to have the partnerships that I need, you know, and at the same time, I'm growing and I'm learning as to what is authentic to me, who I really am um, and who I want to be in the world. So that's just an example. So you get an idea, you know, for me where that's happening. But for you, you know, it might happen in a totally different area of life. You know, maybe it's, you know, more to do with your, um, your friendships and your, um, your, you know, your romance, your romantic life. Or maybe it's, um, happening, you know, more in the realm of your, you know, your, your health and it's happening in, you know, your health and your, um, the part of you that, you know, is alone and takes time to be in retreat and prayer and meditation. You know, like there's, there's so many different aspects of our life, right? So, um, Yeah, if you want to know about that, just, you know, message me and I can help you out. Or, you know, at our next session or whatever, you know, ask me and um, we can look at that. Okie dokie. Oh, and so what's also um, super, super important is right, Yeah, there's going to be a full moon, you know, of course, that happens, you know, kind of around that time too you know and then so it's it's definitely going to be you know a pretty big um theme you know for you know december so let me see is there anything else that i would like to share with you guys oh health wise um sagittarius rules the liver it also rules the hips the thighs you know, um, when we think of a horse, you know, what do we think of? We think of that horse that's got like those massively strong thighs that allows it and propels it forward and allows it to leap and jump and, um, you know, and just have this incredible expanse of adventure, you know, so that's where it, it falls in the body, your hips and thighs, you know, if you've got any, any, you know, um, stagnation or pain in those areas. Um, you know, or maybe there's like an emotional type of um, aspect where you feel that you're you're stuck. You know, Sagittarius, this is a great month in order to bring awareness to that and get out of that rut to bring more flexibility and movement and um, and uh, vitality into your hips, into your into your loins you know sort of speak it's a i mean Sagittarius it's it's like a, a super like l- hot, you know it's got libido you know so if this is something you want to bring into your life like this lust for life this lust in your romantic partnerships um yeah like it's great for that um as far as like style like it's very boho you know it's um it's it loves to explore different cultures you know, so bringing in the different um, like textiles and even music from other cultures helps to bring in the Sagittarius uh, spirit. You know, it helps you to expand um, your mind and um, bring that that um, that love for um, just what's different and what's exotic you know, in your, in your, in your life. Okay. I believe I've said everything that I would like to say. Um, and yeah, as far as a ritual, definitely I would, I would do it with fire, you know, um, you could even do like a, a candle meditation where you light a candle and stare at that flame until you're given the answers that you seek. Because Sagittarius, it's also a seeker. You know, it's seeking for for answers. And it but the thing is, it's you're not going to get the answers if you stay where you are. You have to allow yourself to go on an adventure. And all of these other um, planets that we, you know, I just went over is really helping to support you in doing that, helping you get out of whatever is keeping you stuck and stagnant. Venus in Aquarius, you know, making different friends, really loving that part of yourself that is weird and wacko, um, you know, detaching from whatever is keeping you um, in a mental pattern that's not serving you. Um, Mercury going down the rabbit hole in his retrograde, you know, also favors um, just being open to the spontaneity and, you know, the, the different pieces of information that come from being, you know, at what you think may be a wrong place at a wrong time, or maybe just, you know, just not doing what you normally do, not reading the kinds of materials that you normally read, or listening to the same music that you normally listen to, or reading the same blogs, or, you know, talking to the same people that you normally talk to. But taking a break from all of that, you know, allows you to expand your consciousness. So, um, and that will bring you the answers that you're seeking, you know, to help you wrap up and um, move, you know, from this phase into the next phase of your life, into 2017. All right, my loves, my lover-lovers. Um, I have a playlist. If you want to listen to it, Um, it's that Sajo swag. It's fun. It definitely will get you moving your hips. I wish more of you guys would listen to it. I know some of you guys, you know, maybe you guys don't have the same kind of tastes in music, but I do promise you that if you listen to some of this music, it will help you to get your hips a moving and grooving, and that is the essence of Sajo. So, Sagittarius blessings to you guys remember Sagittarius is a lucky sign luck abounds remember to have that faith you know Um, I know it can get easy you know sometimes with we're living in crazy times I mean what a time to be alive you know but just remember that there is a divine order to the chaos there really really is Um, and I'm just sending so much love to each and every one of you, and I am so grateful to each and every one of you and the role, um, big or small, that you play in my life. Aho! Namaste.